Welcome to Here She Stands, the podcast where Lutheran women from across Australia come together as a community, sharing stories and testifying to God's goodness. We do this so when the tribulations of this world try to push us down, we can hold firm to the Word of God and confidently say, Here I stand, I can do no other. My name is Lexi and I'm the wife of a pastoral student and a homeschooling mama. And I'm Sonia, a Lutheran pastor's wife, homeschooling mum and homemaker. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Here She Stands. This episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm not joined by Sonia today, but I am joined by a wide range of other young women. Last month, my family and I had the privilege of going to Victoria to Hall's Gap to attend a young adults and young families retreat. This retreat was hosted by Creative Word Fellowship. And to start off today's episode, I am joined by Melanie Witwa, who is part of Creative Word Fellowship. So thank you for joining me today, Melanie. Oh, you're very welcome. So we're just going to do a little bit of an introduction into Creative Word Fellowship and the Young Adults Retreat. So Mel, I know that you joined me in episode six and you talked all about CWF, but could you please give us just a quick overview of what CWF is? Yeah, for sure. So as you said, it stands for Creative Word Fellowship. Um, So we are a not-for-profit Lutheran teaching ministry in Australia. We're confessionally Lutheran, but we're independent of um, any Lutheran bodies per se in within Australia. And the main purpose is to equip people with the life-giving word of Jesus Christ. And we do that um, in a few different ways. We have teaching conferences, speak called conferences. We support confessional Lutheran teaching over in Nepal and Cambodia. Uh, we have a book ministry where we get confessionally Lutheran books available in Australia for sale. And most importantly for this episode, we have been hosting a young adults Bible study retreat for a number of years now. So it's all very exciting. Yeah. So could you please tell our listeners a little bit more about the young adults retreat? Um, so they weren't started by myself, but they were started by my husband, Peter and Pastor Josh Muller, who's currently the pastor up in um, Wodonga. And I think there was just a group of like-minded people, part of our Bible study that we were having um, and just associated friends who we all just wanted to go on a camp together and thought that a Bible study retreat was a great idea. And so apparently I was too busy to be involved at the start, but Pete and Josh got together and managed to organise it. They decided to hire out Tandara in um, Halls Gap because they could do like full catering. Mm-hmm. Um, and this meant that everyone could actually, you know, be involved in the teach, like receive the teaching and not have to worry about being part of duty groups or, you know, having to cook meals or anything like that. So it was specific that they chose Tandara. And yeah, the first camp was held in April in 2017. And we've had six since then, I think. Yeah. And so every year, have you had a guest speaker come and do the teaching? The first uh, year we had Pastor Guntars Bykovs, uh, which many people who, or who many people may know. So he 
led the first session, first camp, sorry, in 2017. So we, they came up with a very great structure for the camps, which um, kind of maximised the teaching time as well as fellowship time. So we have in the morning teaching sessions um, with shared meals at lunch. And then in the afternoon, um, we decided to have a big gap of free time because Hall's Gap is a beautiful place. Um, lots of um, walks to go on, places to visit. So the idea being that having a lot of free time, a lot of fellowship time meant that people could chat and debrief about the um, Bible study topics they'd been studying in the morning. Um, and that's also really valuable to growing faith um, as well as hearing the word. It's that encouragement. And we couldn't have done these camps without really generous donations from Creative Word Fellowship, um, but also the people who donate to Creative Word Fellowship um, because we have along the years offset a lot of the costs to make it affordable. And as the years have gone by, we've got more families coming with that we've subsidised the cost of the kids' um, registrations because of the generous donations of a lot of people. So from myself and from the rest of the team, if you're one of those people who's listening, thank you so much. So who was the speaker this year? So this year, we were very, very fortunate to have Pastor Brian Katchelmeyer. So he's a Lutheran, confessionally Lutheran pastor from the United States. He's pastor at Crown of Life Lutheran in San Antonio, Texas. And he's a frequent guest on um, podcasts such as Issues Etc. and Thy Strong Word. And he's married to his wife, Andy, and he has four kids. And he very graciously agreed to come over after being only at his new congregation for one week. So they released him to come here to teach um, and he taught at the Young Adults Retreat and he also held some sessions at Hamilton and in Adelaide. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Mel, for coming on and just giving us a an overview of Creative Word Fellowship. And we will link all of the details to CWF's website and we'll link all of that in the show notes. So thank you so much, Mel. Thanks for having me. So I want to shift gears here a little bit, and I want us to kind of stop and pause and understand in the book of Genesis, you begin in chapter one with life. All of a sudden, everything just falls apart so quickly. <laughs> You're driving down the road and the wheels just come off, and now there's death. And so you're waiting for the baby who's going to bring life. And you're waiting and you're waiting and you go through chapter after chapter, you get to chapter 50 and it ends on death. Jacob dies, Joseph dies, everybody dies. I mean, that's, that's the whole of the book of Genesis. Born, die, born, die, born, die. And you're waiting for somehow this cycle to end. And so there's this long period of anticipation, a long period of suffering and affliction. The people of God are waiting to see what God promises will be seen, but is not seen yet. So even Abraham, when he's promised that he will have the land, he doesn't see it except he sees a cemetery, a plot that's for a grave, a burial site. That's what he sees. And so you're waiting and anticipating, but in the midst of this, there's affliction, there's sorrow, there's sadness, uh, there's sickness. There's darkness, there's death. I mean, all these things are happening and the people of God are just waiting. So even in the New Testament, we are waiting for Jesus to return. And we keep hearing that Jesus is going to return any minute now, the imminent coming of Jesus. It could be by the end of today. It could be 
tomorrow. It could be next month. It could be next year. But we're waiting and we're anticipating. But in the midst of this, we are suffering and we're struggling. But yet what God does is he gives us his promise over and over so that we can have joy and rejoice in the midst of suffering. So, Ruby, thank you for coming onto the podcast again to talk about camp. And for those who have been following our podcast from the beginning, Ruby, this is your second time on our podcast. We interviewed you back in the day. I believe it was episode 10. Episode 10, I think. Okay. So if you haven't listened to Ruby's interview yet, I encourage you to check out episode possibly 10. Episode 10 of the Stands Podcast. Okay, so... Go check it out yourself. (laughs) Yes. So let's start by talking about you going to young adults retreat. How many times have you been before? Well, I'm technically not a young adult yet, but I go with my parents because we're a young family now. We, My parents have been to every single one, all six of them, and I think I've been to five I'm fairly certain there was a year that they didn't bring us and we got babysat by our grandparents. And so five. Five times. Yep. And how many times have you been to Tandara? I think over the course of my lifetime, I've been there at least 12 times, possibly more. I haven't counted all of them. But since I've been going to kids' camps and my school used to do camps up there, Mm -hmm. church camps, now CLW and all of the young adults retreats um, a lot of times. Yes. So you like my home away from home. You've been raised there. I've been raised at Tandara. <laughs> so for our listeners who don't know, Tandara is the camp where young adults retreat is held. Yeah. It's a Lutheran camp at Halls Gap in, in Halls Victoria. Gap in Victoria. Yes. In a beautiful oasis. Halls Gap is beautiful. It's so beautiful. It is stunning. Absolutely stunning. So what were some of the highlights for you at camp? I always love the fellowship. Even though there's not many people my age, I get to talk to all these young adults who are role models to me, who I haven't seen in maybe a year, but I get to catch up with them again. And it's really uplifting to talk to old friends who are now young adults going themselves. It's always great. The fellowship is always great with the children. I love looking after them and following them around the playground and keeping them quiet during studies. The fellowship is probably the highlights for me. And then the studies, of course, um, getting to listen to a great pastor talk about a certain topic is wonderful. Yeah. And this camp, you didn't actually stay on site. Your family booked an Airbnb. Yeah, the last couple of times, last year my in 2023, my dad was the study leader. So Pastor Sam did that and we got the little flat out the back of Tandara and so yeah. we had our own space, which was wonderful, but we still didn't get much sleep. And then this year we got an Airbnb about 100 metres down the road and yeah. it backed on to the very back paddock of Tandara. So a couple of times we just braved the kangaroos at night time and just took a torch and jumped over the back fence. <laughs> um, yeah, that was great that we got our own space. And now that we've got the baby as well, it was yes much easier than sharing a room because Johan probably would have woken up all the people yes. all the time. 
Yes, because yeah. he's been pulling quite a few late nights. He's a teenager and he just doesn't want to go to sleep at the moment. Yep. And it was really good that you had an Airbnb because you had an iron and an ironing board. And so I would take all of my crinkled clothes there to iron. <laughs> I think that happened for multiple people. And we also stopped in there along the way to down the street one time. So I had to get my shoes. And so we brought along all these young women. They were like, oh, this is a great Airbnb. Yeah, We'll stay here sometime. Yep. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, the iron, lifesaver. Absolutely. Tandara needs to win, invest in some irons. <laughs> Put that on the um, camp survey form. The survey form. Well, I've already done mine. Okay. So what I found really nice about camp was doing worship every day. That is one of the highlights for me as well. And singing hymns every single day, morning yep. and night, and divine service on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. It was really beautiful. And it was just so lovely to be able to do like matins with other people who were really enthusiastic about it. Definitely. Yeah. Because all the people who were at camp were pretty enthusiastic about yeah. being Lutheran. And hymns. And hymns. <laughs> and yes. just Lutheranism. Yes. It was great. Did you end up getting any books from the bookstore? Um, yes. So I had my eye on the illuminated hymnal which is just like a hymnal but it's colouring in and yeah. so my artistic streak needed that yeah. and so I got it. It was really good and it has some beautiful pictures and then you have the song, the hymn, stuck in your head while you're colouring in. Yes. It's wonderful. And then I think my mum also got Pew Sisters and the kids' um, Luther's Catechism and Hymnal yeah. that they had there that are really set out well. But some of, most of the other books I think we already had, like yeah. Extra Nose, Flames, Autobiography, I got for Christmas and a couple others. Yeah, they had a really good selection of books there. Yeah, and cheap because you don't have to pay for shipping. Yes, because all of these books have come from Concordia Publishing House in America. Mm, and yep. it's always very expensive for the ship shipping. Yes. yes. Yes, I have a very firm <laughs> conviction. <laughs> Or you could say it's a dream. Well, I reckon that CPH should open up a bookstore here in Australia. A warehouse. A least. warehouse, yes. Just so that the shipping's not as expensive. Yes. Yeah. Costs as much as the books to get the book here. Yes. Oh. Yeah, they had a really good bookstore there. Yes. And Taz bought a good collection of books as well. And he bought, yeah, Luther's Small Catechism. Yeah. For children. That was really good. The pictures are beautiful. Yeah. In those. Yes. And um, he bought the story picture Bible. Oh, yeah. That was pretty. Yeah. It's probably the best kids' Bible I've seen because mm. some of them are just. Some of them just, it's just rewording everything. Yeah. And it's not true. It's made the Bible story an actual fiction story. Yeah. And that's why we should just read your kids the Bible. Hashtag read your kids the Bible. <laughs> yeah, we were given a kid's Bible a couple of years ago and on the front cover it's a cartoon picture of different figures from Scripture and they're all happy and they're all smiling. Yeah. And Kimmy asked me one day, she said, Mummy, why is Goliath standing next to King David smiling? King David killed him. <laughs> yeah, good job, Kimmy. Good Pointing out 
the silliness of kids bibles so yeah i was and that's one of the reasons why a lot of kids bibles i don't particularly like is because they actually take away the true purpose and meaning of that particular passage mm. because they try to make it they dumb it down dumb it down or make it entertaining or try to make it less what would you gory say? less yeah. violent for the children yeah. when really yeah. there's a lot of violence in the bible there is but and there are ways that you can teach kids these violent stories without dwelling on the violence and the bible yeah. doesn't include all the gory details yeah and most so, of the time most of the time <laughs> yeah so there is a particular way in which you can teach your children these accounts without traumatizing them or without yeah. making it awful yes yes exactly yes so read your kids the real bible please thank yes. you hashtag memor not memorize hymns <laughs> hashtag read your kids the bible that's, that's another right. t-shirt you that's another make. t-shirt we'll make <laughs> yeah so there were not many other girls your age there no but i'm really used to that as soon as you as soon as i became a teenager instead of a child it felt like after that, a lot of people stopped coming because some people moved away. One of my friends whose parents are missionaries, they went back to Nepal and some others, they moved to the States and people just live so far away. They It takes too long to get there to yeah. Hatholes Gap, which didn't really stop us. Tassie folks did it. We, yeah. we still made it. But there were a couple of years where I had some really good friends and we were just playing the whole time and that was awesome. But then COVID happened. We all grew up everyone moved away and so there's not many people my my age there at all yeah let alone girls yes but that's okay because I love playing with the children yes yes and you also love having great conversations with the adults, adults as well yeah. yeah and hopefully in the next couple of years more and more young people will start coming yeah well this year I think it's the most there's ever yeah, been there like it's growing quickly it's growing quickly because everyone's having so many kids and um one thing I loved about this year but also scared me last year there was eight babies there mm -hmm. and this year they were all toddlers yeah and but they were still the same little people and one of them I had loved last year so much and I got a photo of then and now of me and her and it just it's so beautiful yeah all the kids grew up and we got more babies yes and more babies coming there were quite a few it was pregnant ladies four there pregnant too. ladies yeah so, Ruby, thank you. Thank you for having me again, Lizzie. So, Lizzie, thank you for actually being willing to sit down and just have a quick chat with us about the retreat and about bringing your family here. So, where have you come from? So, we've come from Barry in the Ripperland. It was about a five and a half hour trip, which went surprisingly well. <laughs> yeah. And how many children did you did you bring? To we were three, so I would have thought it is nearly six. Um, son is nearly four and then my youngest who's not really a baby anymore is nearly two okay so is this the first time you've actually come to a young adults retreat with all your family yes the last time we came i would have been about six months pregnant with this daughter <laughs> okay okay so it, it's quite different this time bringing a whole bunch of kids yeah so lizzie what do you do at the moment so i'm at home three kids which is amazing and we are formally I suppose starting homeschool in about a week with my oldest daughter although we've been sort of getting our head around what that will look like for about the last year yeah 
Yep. So this camp has kind of been a bit of a celebration and a getaway before getting into homeschooling. Yeah, yeah. I think actually one of the big things that did help us make up our mind about whether to make a big trip was just knowing that the kids would be around other kids that they've seen here and there and get to form those friendships as well. Yeah, that's really good. So have you always been Lutheran? Did you grow up in the Lutheran church? Yes, I've got going back every direction <laughs> a long way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was a Werner. Uh, <laughs> uh, my parents are Cleveland and all these sorts of good German names. Yeah, so I was baptised a few months old and have always been in a Lutheran church, but I think I've only really started to appreciate a bit more what that means past sitting down to the stand up, stand up for Jesus and all those sort of jokes. Um, yeah. Really in about 2004. 15 or 2016 when I met my husband and had just taken a little detour off to visit a few other churches and found that I'd hear other ideas and think oh that doesn't quite sound right but I don't know why so maybe it's not wrong yeah but yeah thankfully along came Hayden my husband and introduced me to the book of Concord and the small particleism and tabletop radio and lots of resources like that so that's been Yes. Did he grow up Lutheran as well? Yes, he also did. Yeah, so you've both got a strong Lutheran background and that's something that you can pass on to your children as well. Yes, yeah. So what have been some of the highlights of this retreat so far? It's always just so encouraging to be around other people, especially having other young families here. But I also really love the chance to have people from different stages of life together and not have that too segregated out. Yeah, so just being around other people is good, but also my husband and I have been taking turns sort of watching the kids and one person listening to the talks, which has been really nice just to have being able to devote as much brain power as we have left Yes, to um, Pastor Brian. Yeah, I, I have found that the camp has done a really good job at accommodating the kids a really good job because I know that kids and camps don't always go well together but they've done a really good job just accommodating families and kids so it's been really good it's such a big thing as well yeah and it's such a good location trampoline grass and extra rooms yes absolutely well thank you so much Lizzie so JL (laughs) This is your first time at Young Adults Retreat. Yes. So where are you? Where do you actually live? I live in a small country town called Pinnery. And your family's come here as well. You've got some yep. aunts and uncles and cousins and all different kinds of people here. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we're sitting in JL's room where she has stayed with her family and there are bunk beds everywhere. <laughs> so it's the biggest room in the whole camp. Yep. So you're from Pinaroo and what school do you go to there? I went to Pinaroo Primary School and this year I'm starting at a new school, um, Marable Community College, yep. my first year of high school. Excellent. So you're grade? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So high school now. Yeah. And um, what church do you go to in Pinaroo? Pinaroo Lutheran Church. Yeah. Have you been going there very long? Uh, yeah, a few years. A few years now. And have you had confirmation? I'm actually going through confirmation right now. Yeah. And what's that like? Very good. Yeah. Very good. I didn't do 
confirmation the same way because I was an adult when oh, I yeah. came into the Lutheran church and I'd already done heaps of study. So um, mine looked a little bit different, but yep. I'm, I'm curious to know a bit more about confirmation. Yeah. Is it every week? Yeah. We don't do it during the holidays, but once holidays finish, it's every week, yeah. Yeah. And what type of stuff do you do? So we've got the sheets that we do during the week and then we bring it back on Sunday. And after the confirmation, I think they check it all. Yeah. 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 And does your pastor do that with you? Yeah, sometimes or just our Sunday school teacher. Yeah. And how have you found confirmation? Did you find it challenging or were there things that you were unsure of or overall was it quite okay? I think it was quite okay. It was a little bit challenging at the start, but I've gotten used to it now, so it's pretty good. And so I was actually going to ask, how old are you? I'm 12, turning 13 in May. Yeah, so not long now and you're considered a teenager. Yep. Though that's, I don't particularly like the word teenager. I think young lady or young woman is a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I reckon. So you've come here to camp and it's your first time here. What have been some of the lovely things about camp? I think most of the people here are very nice mm-hmm. and the scenery is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been great if we could have done some of those out activities out there. Yeah but not this time. And what has been some of the challenging things about camp? I'm actually not sure. I think it's been pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been able to make a few friends? I don't think there's many people my age, but most of my little cousins. Yeah. It's a young adults camp and they've got lots of young families and they've got you know, quite a few young people, but there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of people your age. Yeah which is a bit, it's just a bit bit hard. Yeah. So um, what kind of things have you been doing throughout the camp when the teaching's on? Sort of just watching the little kids and stuff like that. So being like the big older cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all need one of those sometimes. <laughs> and how have you found, you've done morning worship and evening worship. Is, it, is that what it's like at your church? Yeah, similar. Yeah, pretty much the same, I think. Mm. Yeah. Do you do as much chanting and singing at your church as we've done here? Yeah. 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 And the evenings have been quite fun playing games and just being with the family yeah. and doing things like that. Yeah. So um, what was the game we were playing last night? I'm not quite sure what it was called. It had an interesting name, but that was very fun. Yeah. It's like Italian or something. And Yeah. Yeah. So did you... You've been going to the Lutheran Church in Pinaru for a while, a yep. couple of years, but you didn't grow up in the Lutheran Church? So I did go there when I was younger and then we went to a church in Lamaru mm-hmm. and then we've gone back to the Pinaru Church. Yeah. Yeah. And most of your family's there now. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting how a lot of your family have ended up in the same yeah. The same place, going <laughs> to the same church. And do you have any brothers and sisters? I've got two twin brothers. Two twin brothers. Yeah. Yeah, so you're a big, busy yeah. older sister. <laughs> yeah, and how old are they? Ten. Ten. Yeah. And do you have your own, do you have your own Bible, your own copy of the Bible? Yes. Is there someone that is helping? Like I know you're doing confirmation, but do you have like older people that you can go to when you have questions about yeah probably like mum yeah and to just 
talk about, you know, what the Bible says and different things and just questions about life and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if you could change something about the camp, what would you change? I actually don't know. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe a few more people your age. Yeah. Yeah. Do any of your friends go to your church? Uh, yeah, two of my friends, yeah. yeah. And um, they couldn't come to camp this time? No. Yeah, and you've got a big drive back. Yep, four hours. Four hours. I was told that there's a dirt track that you can sometimes take. Yeah. Depending on the weather. Yeah. And that's a bit of a shortcut. Yeah. Do you reckon you'll be able to take that one today? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the chat. That's all right. And, yeah, I hope you have a good day. You too. Thank you for actually being willing to come on here and share a little bit of your story and what you've enjoyed about the camp. Thanks for having me. So, Danielle, where are you from? Yeah, so I'm from a little town in the the Mallee called Pinaroo in South Australia. So, yeah, it's quite a small farming community. So I'm married to a school teacher and we have two um, lovely children. So, yeah, I'm a stay-at-home mum and, yeah, I guess, yeah, second time on this Creative Word Fellowship Young Adults Tree and, yeah, loving it so far. Yeah, and I think they've done a really good job of catering for kids. Absolutely. The kids have been having some uh, kids' activities and the surrounds are beautiful with, you know, the grampians um, all around us. And, yeah, it's lovely to see them all just making friends and having a great time too. It's not just for the adults. It's definitely been a family, a whole family affair, the camp. So it's been yes. great. Yes, absolutely. And did you grow up Lutheran? No, I actually didn't. So I came from um, AOG kind of Pentecostal backgrounds growing up. Um, I did attend a Lutheran school from yeah reception to year 12 um, so that did give me a bit of a, an insight but I didn't have a true I guess view of the you know what the Lutheran confessions truly were or um, anything like that I probably thought you know Lutherans were quite you know religious and um, yeah I just didn't have an understanding of why they did the things that they did so yeah we actually I guess kind of fell into the Lutheran church based on our decision to move to a, a country town of Pinaru. so yeah that was back in 2020 we relocated from Adelaide to a place called Murrayville which is just over the border from Pinaru. and we I guess had limited options for church it was uh, fairly well yeah the, the little Lutheran church there at Pinaru. so um, yeah we I've got my sister and her husband and also my brother and his wife already in Pinaru. So it was a bit of a, yeah, easy choice. We would go to that church and then, yeah, attended there. And then we had, you know, lockdowns and things like that being over the border. So that made it a bit difficult doing live stream from home and things like that. But then, I think, yeah, 2021 started the process of, I guess, confirmation, which was, yeah, really special. I actually did that with my older sister and my younger brother as well, which is really cool. We all kind of were confirmed together as adults and um yeah also our children were um baptized that was 2020 2021 in the lutheran church i didn't quite understand the whole infant baptism or you know what it meant i thought well it's it's not it's not a bad thing to do you know that's the done thing when you have a baby and you go to a lutheran church so um kind of did it backwards baptized the children didn't really understand what it meant but now having been confirmed um and yeah realizing it is yeah such a gift of God and yeah a great blessing to us baptism for sure and yeah what he promises about baptism it's yeah been amazing to kind of the scriptures come to life yeah understanding more about the liturgy and 
why things are done the way that they are. Like it's a beautiful thing to to learn the significance of the the service and you know the whys of why how it all runs. So yes. yeah. It's so lovely having young families in the church who are not only passionate about the theology of it, but also also the beautiful practices that we have as Lutherans. Absolutely, yes. The beautiful, very true. The beautiful reverent practices. Yes, very, very true. It was, yeah, I used to think, oh, very, you know, religious in the sense that there was the tradition, which I probably thought, you know, why do we, why do they still do that with, you know, we're in the, the modern age, but understanding the beautiful, I guess, things that have been passed on and, you know, the, as you say, the reverent um, way that the service is, is run all, all points to Christ. It's a beautiful thing to, to kind of have an understanding of once you do, yeah, look into it further. Yes. And um, what has been one of the highlights of the retreat yeah so it's hard to just I guess put it down to one thing it's um yeah as I said a second time coming um it's it's been lovely to I guess reconnect with other Lutheran women and families and yeah also meet new women and new families as well yeah just the other night we had a bit of a, a late night hymnal singing uh session which was yeah just sounded beautiful having the voices kind of unite a cappella. that was yeah something very special that yeah I guess that's not so that happens every day like obviously we do sing together in church services and things but something special about just the gathering of voices a cappella, singing god's praise which is beautiful so yeah for me it was a bit of a highlight yes yeah yes, absolutely and it was really lovely that it was a lot of the men who were kind absolutely. of leading the way yeah that was great not it? sing it was just so lovely it to was have so some men leading the way yes. because quite often it's something that they don't particularly want to do. No, and just the, yeah, the, you know, the deep, almost the strength of their voices and, you know, yeah, it was such, yeah, it is a beautiful thing having men sing praise to God and then you could hear the women accompanying and, yeah, it was, yeah, it's lovely. It was lovely. It was good, yeah. But thank you so much for spending the last five, six, seven minutes with me. No thank worries. You. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Okay, Evie, thank you for being on the podcast today. Can you please start by telling everyone how old you are? I'm seven and my birthday is in May. That's right. Now, last month we went to Victoria to go to family camp. That was fun. That was fun. Can you tell everyone some of the wonderful things that happened? We went to the creek and swam. Yes. We... Went to the playground that was there. Yeah. We had a lovely breakfast and matins and what did we do at night? Vespers. Vespers. And we did a psalm. Can you remember what the psalm was about? Rest in God alone my soul. Uh, rest in God alone my soul. That was a beautiful psalm to sing, wasn't it? So we did matins at camp. Yeah. And we do matins here at home yeah. every morning with Daddy. What were some of the things that we did differently at camp? We had a pastor. Yes. Instead of a daddy. Yes. We had a lot of people. Yep. Instead of us. Yes. Can you think of anything else? We had communion and we don't have communion here. Yeah. Well, we didn't have communion yeah. in matins at camp, yeah. but we did have it yeah. during church. Yeah. At Sunday. And we... And we stayed on Monday when everyone and nearly everyone was gone. Yeah, everybody went home on One. Sunday. Well, some did. Most people went home on Sunday, but we stayed an extra night because we had a long way to travel back to Tasmania. Yeah. 
Yes, that's right. Well done, Evie. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You're welcome. Hello, Kimmy, and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Now, can you start by telling everyone how old you are? I'm six, and my name's Kimmy. That is beautiful. Now, Kimmy, can you think of some of the books that Daddy bought for us at camp? A Pixar Bible and Kids Catechism and a little teeny tiny hymnal. A little teeny tiny hymnal. And which one of those books is your favourite so far? The Bible. The Picture Bible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got some really good pictures, hasn't it? Yeah. Some kids' Bibles have really silly-looking pictures, but this one has really good pictures, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, Kimmy, what was some of your favourite things at camp? Ice blocks, the trampoline, kangaroos and the emu. Yeah, there were kangaroos and emus there. That's right. So we had lots of yummy food at camp, didn't we? Yummy breakfast. Yummy breakfasts. And can you remember what was your favourite meal? Cornflakes. Cornflakes. It's special to have cornflakes, isn't it? Well, thank you so much, Kimmy, for joining me today. You're welcome. Hello, Isabel. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Hello. Now, we went to family camp. So what is your name? Isabel. And how old are you, Isabel? Four. And we went to family camp last month. Can you remember where camp was? Was it in Queensland? Um. Was it in New South Wales? Can you remember what the state was called? Was it Victoria? Victoria. That's right, Victoria. Now, what were some of the fun things that you did when you were at camp? The cabin. The cabin. Did you like our little cabin room? Yeah, and the thing was ugly because it never turned off when I tried to turn it off. The sink was ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit hard for you to turn the taps yeah. off, wasn't it? But Mummy helped you, didn't I? And also Daddy. And Daddy helped you too. That's right. Can you remember all the lovely little babies and little children there? Yeah. And can you remember doing matins? It was different. It was a bit different to how we do it. But we didn't do the communion. We only did it at Sunday. That's right. And we leave at Sunday? Yeah, we didn't leave on Sunday. We left on Monday. Oh. Can you remember singing? Yeah, we sang we sang Psalm 62. It was very beautiful. Can you remember singing some of the matins chants? Can you remember singing? Open <laughs> Teach me. Teach me your way. And can you remember singing? Oh, come, let us worship the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the Okay, you sing. Let us sing to the Lord. 
thank you very much for coming on the podcast today, Isabel. is often a difficult topic to talk about, yet it is something that many women have experienced. In our next episode, we will be hearing from Brianna Graham, a pastor's wife from Lowood in Queensland. Brianna will share her struggles with infertility and miscarriage, as well as the hope and comfort that her Heavenly Father gives her. Here She Stands is an Australian podcast for Lutheran women, and we release new episodes every two weeks on a Tuesday. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. You can also follow on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to contact us directly, our email address is hereshestands.podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to check out our blog or sign up to our email newsletter, please go to our website at hereshestands.online. Until next time, we pray that you will hold fast to God's word and confidently say, Here I stand, I can do no other.